Well, we are here with Decaf in Stephanie's Kitchen, which is a new kind of thing for us. Thanks for coming over. Oh, this is fun. Thanks for the uh, espresso. Cheers. Happy Cheers. Happy Thursday. Um, Stephanie and I were going to have lunch together today and thought we might as well just record the podcast from, from the kitchen oh, while we we're here. Well. It's safe here. It's safe here. This is a clean zone. There's a baby in this house, so everything is clean. Stephanie actually just um, unloaded three canisters of Clorox wipes from Amazon Prime. Don't tell anybody. They are available on Prime. You can only buy three right now. So she maxed out. I maxed which, out. We commend that. Yeah, I would do the same thing. Old. I need Clorox wipes. Yes, Clorox wipes. We, need, we all need hard. Clorox wipes. I'm 29. I need Clorox wipes. It's, it's been hard. madness. Okay, speaking of the nine-month-old, let's just go ahead and dive into our topics because this is something that Stephanie and I talk about all the time. We talked about it on the podcast last week with Mark, but from a different angle, but the COVID vaccine. Yeah. So I've expressed concerns with getting it at my age I think that you know people like my mom's age and their 60s should definitely get it but we've gone back and forth talking about this and especially you with the baby people are New York City shutting down schools this week people are counting on this vaccine to help us open back up schools and daycares or whatever but as far as we know hasn't been approved for kids right like and I think there's just a lot of misinformation out mm -hmm. there because a lot of people have been asking me oh will you get him vaccinated if um, you know it, if it comes out, and will you be? Uh, will the daycares require it? Will the schools require it? Um, but I don't even know if the ones that have come out and said that they're effective, that are might be approved soon, right. are even available, or, or children are even eligible for it because right. it hasn't been tested, as far as I know, on anyone under the age of twelve. Right. And I don't think that they can approve a vaccine unless it's actually tested on that population. And so that's, I mean, I, I agree. It makes me really nervous. And so why are we putting, it just goes to show, like, why are we putting so much emphasis on this vaccine rather than actual make make policy things that make sense COVID yeah. policies that make sense and we're saying well everyone in the population is going to get the vaccine which if everyone does good for them but you can't just come out with a new thing and expect you to put it in your child like, yeah I mean I nervous. think ultimately we would rely on what our pediatrician recommended totally. um we really she's really great and we really trust her she's been sort of guiding us through this whole thing you know is it okay for him to go to daycare mm-hmm. is it okay for him to be around other people mm-hmm. um and she's been really helpful in providing advice for us so he is in daycare um he's been doing really well and so i think you know we'll just have to ask her when it comes to that time you know yeah. is it safe and is it effective and can he even get it <laughs> right. um but also i think the older population really needs to be first and their first responders so yeah. i think it's going to be a while before the general population is even eligible to to get it which is fine with me. which is which is totally fine which way it should be yeah we've been very careful i would love to see my grandma so i would love for her to get it i haven't seen her since march i mean i've stood in her front yard and yelled at her when she's standing on the porch yeah and we've talked that way and we talk on the phone every Every Sunday night, but I'd love to see her. I'd love for her to be able to get it. I'm by no means an anti-vaxxer. I get my flu shot. I got my flu shot at the office with Justin earlier this year. Like yeah. I'm, I'm cool with things like that. I just, there's just a lot of stuff that hasn't been talked about yet. And so for all of these people to be putting emphasis on, well, once we get a vaccine, the world can open back up again. It shouldn't rely on that. It should I be. There's a lot of things to consider. Yeah. Um, and the world should be opening back up with common sense protocols regardless of vaccine or not I mean yeah and once there is a widely available vaccine I do think that it sort of puts it in your own hands right totally if you want to get vaccinated um because you want to do certain things Mm -hmm. I think we had talked about like some concert venues are even yes Ticketmaster like Ticketmaster Live Nation yeah Yeah, so it just depends on what you want to do in your life and Mm -hmm. how you want to go about things um you know I'd 
probably get it if it was safe and Same. available. Um, but, you know, I think we just don't know a lot right now. We don't. And so let's touch on that. Let's touch on, like, requiring, putting pr- responsibility in people's hands. So when I was, when Stephanie and I were talking about our topics, I was like, we should do a hypocrisy check. Because <laughs> yeah. there are a there's lot There's a lot of, of it going on right now. There's a lot going on, especially with Thanksgiving next week. Um, the first, I have, I have three hypocrisy check moments that we should talk about. Okay. So the first one is Governor Newsom in California who said that people should not be meeting in crowds of over eight people. I know, I know. And Mayor Cooper just said it in Nashville Mm, this morning. Exactly. And then Newsom the other day was spotted by TMZ photographers having an indoor dinner with like 13 people. And it was an indoor-outdoor dinner, according to him. But then they had to shut the doors because his group was being too loud, no masks. So, uh you know, Thanksgiving for me, but not for you, I guess is the way it goes. I, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm being too critical. No, I mean, I think that that's why people aren't trusting what other public officials are saying is because they're doing the opposite of what they're saying and oftentimes coming up with things based on public pressure yes. instead of things that actually are working. Right. Um, like, you know, you can't have a restaurant open past 10. Well, the, the coronavirus doesn't like go night. away. <laughs> doesn't start spreading at ten oh one. Like there's mm-hmm. no difference. It's all about like how many people and what you have going yes. on. But the same thing with Mayor Cooper. He had uh, an event yesterday with a crowd of people um, in attendance. They were socially distanced and spaced out. But it's this. But then this morning, literally told people they can't have more than eight people in their home. Yeah, let's talk about this in your home stuff. Like I if, just think uh, everybody uh, needs to stay away from everybody else's family decisions like i saw a really funny meme online that was a swat team breaking down a door and the caption said open up karen we saw you carry in a turkey that feeds 10 and it's like (laughs) it's like everyone knows this is so stupid like it is and i will say you know me and my family my uncle has colon cancer we're not going to my aunt and uncle's house for thanksgiving the three of us my mom my sister and i are immediate family we're going to the beach and we're gonna stay in a condo just the three of us because we don't want to put my uncle at risk but that's a decision that the Dawsons made. Not right. that KIV in Alabama, because my whole family's in Alabama, not that KIV made, not that anyone in yeah. Alabama has made for us, we made the decision for our family. And I think that that, you know, if, if any governor, mayor, whatever wants to say, hey, as for me and my house, we're not going to meet in a group larger than eight. Right. But you are an adult and you can think on your own. That's what's really yeah. making me bad. I think it also is, is, psychology tells you that you tell people to do certain things and you, in a way that's really condescending, you're not going to have a whole lot of participation in that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, same with my family. Like we're having a small Thanksgiving with just my, um, my, uh, immediate family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, I'm keeping, um, our, our baby home from daycare for the whole week so that, um, I can limit exposure. So he won't have Makes been sense. since, you know, Thursday of this week till Thursday of next week. Thursday of it, next week. And so sense. even though it's only seven days, I do think that it's um, just something that makes me feel a little bit better that, you know, we're not going to be, he's not going to be around a bunch of kids right. before that. But again, we're just having it with my immediate family. Well, yeah, it's just such a But nobody told us no, to do that. No, one I told you. You made a decision. And people are going to make their own decisions. Um, Governor Whitmer in Michigan, gosh, we keep talking about her because she just keeps doing so many, like, ridiculous things. But this week she closed all the restaurants and indoor dining spaces in Michigan again. Yeah. And 
one of the reporters said, why are you closing down if our numbers are going down? And she said, well, we across the board want to discourage people meeting in groups before Thanksgiving. So you're going to close restaurants and close these businesses just because you don't want people meeting in groups? Like, let the restaurant decide what's best for them. And I get that there that there's a lot of intentions that are well-meaning, but at the end of the totally. day, you cannot dictate or legislate um, those types of things. No. And I think that you need to let people make their own decisions. At the early stages of the virus, we didn't know a whole lot. Had and no so idea. it was a little bit different in the sense of with the lockdowns. I think people were more um, accepting of them at first because mm-hmm. we just didn't know how bad it was going to be or yes. what was going to happen. But now that we kind of know, everybody needs to make their own decisions. We we're know the risks. In. We we're know eight, the risks. Yeah. I know the risks. Um, you know the risks, and I totally. think other people do as well. And, and at some point, we've got to let people make their own decisions. I agree. I totally agree. Mic drop on that. It's time for some individual responsibility and for the government to yes. let us do that. Yes. It is time. Um, let's transition to something funny. Not funny. Okay, this isn't funny. What, what are you talking The bed bugs. Oh, that's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> not funny this, this at is all. Not funny. not funny. What I think is funny is I want to pat Natalie Allison on the back because she is always the super sleuth that finds out about <laughs> things that happen in the Capitol before anyone else does. And I got on Twitter looking for podcast topics like La Da whatever. And Natalie tweeted, this this tweet that just said um, bed bugs in the capital exclamation point which I it was like an extra in the extra, Cordell Hall in Cordell, in the, Cordell in the Hall Cordell not, Hall. In, not in the, the capital but it was like one of those extra extra read all about it like sensational headlines that I just like thought was so funny so Natalie you cracked me up once again yeah. you're so funny things that happen uh, in 2020 so I didn't it's I did not bugs. have this one um, in my thoughts as something but it's very mm-hmm. 2020 that mm-hmm. it would happen mm-hmm. um but it's not a joke. So I'm just going to take this opportunity to yes. tell people what they need to. So when you travel, <laughs> do not under any circumstances. This is like mom Stephanie yes, coming I'm sorry. out. I love it. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Go, do it. When you travel, this is a PSA for everybody. Do not put your suitcase on the bed of a hotel room or your Airbnb. I do not. When you come home, do not take your suitcase inside. I leave it outside. <laughs> it airs out. I mean, I take the clothes out and they immediately go in the washer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the suitcase itself stays outside because I have had a bed bug experience and it is really expensive and horrifying. And most people will tell you that they have some kind of trauma from yes. the whole experience. Two, like, you're, two of 11 understand. in our office have trauma. I am, yeah, I am the clean, like, I am a clean freak. I clean everything all day. But having bed bugs was the worst experience of my entire See, life. See, and I didn't realize until Stephanie explained it to me that bed bugs aren't like lice. No, you it's not like just, clean or dirty. Such, neither is lice. Yeah, like neither is lice. But, like, I kind of thought that, like, when you have lice, you just kind of, like, put the peanut butter in your hair. and you, <laughs> Isn't that what kills them? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know anything about anything. But I thought that you just, like, do not kill peanut butter in your hair. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I don't know anything. Go to the store and get some Red X. Okay, sure. Red X. Yeah, great. <laughs> I thought you just, like, washed your sheets and everything was fine. Apparently bed bugs it's like a it's like an ordeal like you, no, you, you have to the like house. you may get you have to heat the environment like one of the treatments is like heating the environment up to like a hundred and something degrees and then you have to make sure that like you like all your electronics because they like scurry into your uh, electronics to stay like hide away and I am a psycho like Holt knows this 
When we go to hotels yeah. or Airbnbs, mm-hmm. I I check everything before we get. I need to be more careful. Our stuff is even in there. Well, once you have them, you'll be careful. Well, now that you've, no s- you've scarred me, I'm Google imaging, <laughs> image searching bed bugs. Apparently, I don't know anything about anything. No. But um, we wish all the best to the Capitol Cordell Hall cleaning yes. staff because um, it's about to be an experience for them. Yes. Yeah, so I think they're they're all going home according to the story. Um, and I have informed uh, my husband that works up there that he is to strip down um, yes. on the front porch yes. before he comes in <laughs> and just leave the clothes out there for to leave the days. clothes out there. I will clean it up. We will take our hazmat suits. We'll take our hazmat suit. Deal but with do not everything. Bring that no bed bugs in this house. Well, if you're watching, do not bring that inside. Cold. I swear, no. I'll never come back to this house. <laughs> right it's safe right now. It's, we're safe here. Right we're now. safe here right now. Oh gosh. Well. Um, one, the last topic that I want to cover, it's a fun topic. We've all been watching a lot of TV this season. I think that Stephanie and I both put a substantial dent in our Netflix queue. Yes. Um, I'm currently on The Crown. I've started at season oh, one. I'm on season two. Okay, so you're not, fa- oh, this is amazing. If I had started should... watching season two, stopped watching it, started watching it. But now, okay. I mean, we're back. I'm we're back. back I, well, I want to see season three because that, I'm obsessed with Princess Diana. I'm, that's so, literally why I started it. So I, I restarted season two. Holtz reluctantly come along for this journey. So we're, Okay, we're now that I know two. you love this, I'm going to get you something for Christmas that I can't tell you now, but we'll have to do another episode and have like a live reading of this. I'm going to get you a book <laughs> for Christmas that you're going to love so okay, much. Okay, we will. Okay, we'll be back with that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. But we've put a dent in our Netflix queue, and I've watched through Friends, um, twice on mm-hmm. HBO since the pandemic started. Did you watch, okay, are you, did you watch Friends when they were originally on or were you too young? I was old enough to watch the last season with my mom. Okay. So I was still kind of young and I didn't really understand some of the more suggested Wait, did you, dialogue. Did you know what, have you watched Seinfeld? No, I haven't watched Seinfeld. Oh my God. Taylor. I know, Justin's going to kill me for this. He does this all, y'all do this all the time. I, I know, I know. I haven't watched Seinfeld. I'm a Friends girl. There's a whole generation that doesn't know Seinfeld. Okay, so. I should get on it. I, I, I actually to. purchased Hulu to watch Seinfeld because Justin said he would fire me. So like, I guess this might do be Do you even understand podcast. the Seinfeld memes that are out there? Mm-mm. Okay. I promise I will. Okay, so okay. anyway, we're going to talk about... <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about sequels, everything but Seinfeld. But, yeah, there are revivals that are coming up, and I, quite honestly, don't understand the difference between a sequel and a revival. I and don't I either. think, what I think is, that a sequel, and I was actually in on, like, a debate with Justin and Kara doing this the other day, talking about Dexter, and I still don't understand. I think that a revival, or a reboot, whatever you want to call it, is same characters, same name of the show... Just continuing the storyline years later, and I, okay, so Fuller House, so Full House would have been that would be a reboot or a revival, revival. because it was the same characters, but different storyline. But it's still like Full House. They're going on. To Whereas, the new, okay. like Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World were different. Girl Meets World would have been a sequel. But I don't know that I agree. I know. I don't know that I agree either. <laughs> I'm just saying it. I'm literally just saying it. I have no idea. I don't I agree. Know. Tell us what it is. I <laughs> have no someone idea. tell us. But, but which we, ones are coming? But so, we do Gilmore know. Gilmore Girls did a re- reboot. A reboot. Yes. A special a short season. Special same characters. Yeah. Same everything. Okay. Um, But Friends is going to do a reboot. Yeah. Which I'm excited for. Because, you know, I've really worn out those episodes. Safe by the Bell is doing one. Safe by the Bell needs to stay... When you, Saved by the Bell needs to stay where it has been. Okay, we loved which it, though. In, but we loved it. <laughs> which is in the 90s. 90s? Early 90s. I mean, it's right. 80s or 90s. I think it has to be early 90s. At least early the, 90s, maybe. it needs to stay there. It does need we to stay. We just need to leave it where it is. Yes. Same thing with, like, 
Melrose Place and all that. Yeah, those. all those. Well, they did the 90210 sequel, the new one. I didn't watch it. That was on CW. I didn't watch that. They've done a lot of them. I really, really they am excited. They can't do a Anatomy reboot because it's still going. And it's still happening. Yeah, I did hear the other night that one of the Grey's Anatomy characters, I won't spoil it, but came back in a COVID episode, which I also have issues with all of these shows doing COVID-related storylines. Like, I watch TV to escape the reality of my life. <laughs> yeah, you don't wanna, like, I don't want to watch a COVID story. <laughs> fair. So, fair if, point. So, if any um, producers out there want our opinion on the yeah. reboots and the TV shows, you're welcome. We are done with COVID-related storylines. Mm-hmm. None of us want that. No, I mean, but history will be interesting to like mm-hmm. go back and watch. Yeah, you know, in a few years, but there are medical show. I can kind of get. Yeah, it. I can get medical show, but this is us doing a COVID storyline. Yeah, like that's sad. I don't want to yeah. deal with that. Um. So okay, so you are pro reboot in some cases because yeah, some people think, are like leave it all where it is. No, I think some shows need to be left alone, but then some could be really good if they come the back. Gilmore it depends on how it's great. how it's done and if the original mm-hmm. cast is mm-hmm. coming back like mm-hmm. I think all of that matters I, I totally agree I think that Boy Meets World they shouldn't have done Cory and Topanga's daughter they should have just like kept it centered around Cory and not yeah. Girl Meets World because that was kind of like lame but Fuller House people loved that it was wholesome the next yeah. <laughs> generation of of people like us who watched Full House True. it was wholesome True. but I'm really excited for the Friends reboot and I will watch Seinfeld. So main takeaways of this episode are Stephanie Don't makes put peanut butter in your hair. <laughs> that is the number one. <laughs> Leave your suitcases outside. And. Um, and we have no idea what the difference between a sequel and a reboot is. We don't. We don't. And I, also I to tell you. governments shouldn't tell you how many people you can have in your house. And also just enjoy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Please. And y'all make your decisions and stay safe. Yeah. No one's going to break down your door because you have a turkey that feeds 10. I mean they might. They might. But not I mean, meet in a small not. town. Yeah, meet us. Don't don't meet in a big city with a with a mayor <laughs> that thinks that he can control many people. Go to a small town, and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Happy Thanksgiving. We will see you next week for a special Thanksgiving episode. But um, we will all be on the road by then for our to our travel destinations. Yes. So. Um, well, we're not going very far. Yeah, I'm not going very far. I'm going to Alabama. But be safe out there, and we'll see you next week. Thank